Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, we'll be talking to Paul Woods, a regional community developer with the county, along with Bessie Hannon, a member of the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council. They're here to tell us about the council, upcoming events of special interest to residents 50 plus among us, and just having an interesting conversation uh, with us today. But before we do that, first we like to get to learn a little bit about our guest. Bessie is originally from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, has lived in Northern Virginia since 1970. After retiring in 2014, she began volunteering for the county, currently volunteering at the Providence Community Center's Senior Program. She works at the front desk and tells seniors about county programs and classes. Now, Paul works for the Department of Neighborhood and Community Services, over 20 years of experience working with community programs as a B.S. in psychology from Howard University and a certified public manager certific- certification, I can't even say it, from George Washington University. A uh, proud native of Harlem, New York, uh, Paul continually seeks ways to give back to communities and the next generation of young people as well. So always a pleasure to have uh, folks like you on the 50 Plus podcast. We appreciate you being here with us. Thank you very much. Looking forward to learning about the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council and obviously uh, uh, activities and interest and things like that to to, uh, folks 50-plus in in the community. I guess the first question to kind of get us rolling here, since we're talking about the council and and then ways to get involved and what the council is and does, et cetera, is the basic what what question. What is the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council and, and, and what is its purpose, I guess, what does it do? Well, the Fairfax Senior Citizens Council um, really derived um, from a lot of senior organizations about in the, the 60s, actually. And they were kind of scattered throughout the county, uh, bridge clubs, social clubs, are not really organized, and they were meeting in church basements or church auditoriums in different places. And so at that time, the rec department, you know, saw that this group was uh, potentially um, have, without any sort of structure, Mm. we looked at trying to provide them with some space, some more structure, have them meeting on a regular basis, and it then developed over time. So now it really consists of uh, representatives from the different uh, senior organizations, uh, softball, uh, senior basketball, bridge club, faith-based organizations, uh, retired federal employees. And so um, we have a, a council. They come together uh, monthly uh, in different regions, and they share information. Uh, they provide us with some insight hmm. as to what some of the issues are or concerns within uh, they receive from their constituents and also how we can work together to mm. address some of those. So it's kind of a, a representative group of all the groups in the county that, that kind of target the 50-plus? Yes, that yes. And my, my center, we have a book club and we have a knitting club and, you know, that meet in the basketball. Uh, we have a uh, senior basketball co- uh, group that meets mm. twice a week. Okay. And so... Not every, and I'm trying to understand it, so the Senior Citizen Council kind of represents 
all the programs or groups that kind of Correct. target the senior. Are, is it broken up by like geographic region? How, how is the council comprised and who makes up the council? Well, that's a good question. Um, in the past, they, we would meet regularly, meaning monthly, and it would be representatives from these agencies or these organizations coming together in a central location. Mm. What we found was that that was a little, for some people traveling from, say, the Reston area or another area, coming all the way to a meeting in the south region, mm. it was kind of challenging. So what we've done is we've broken it up into four regions, which oh, okay. kind of is consistent with the human services regions. And so we have meetings every Friday from 10 to 12, or not every Friday, once a month every on Fridays, in regional locations, gotcha, gotcha. so then we attract uh, the organizations from that regions, and we have meetings, and uh, we bring in guest speakers mm. uh, to share information about, again, um, different topics. Uh, could be around fitness clubs, or or uh, we've had AARP come in and mm. do programs or share information. We've had the police come in and mm. talk about safety and, oh, okay. and scams. So just a variety of different topics, right. either based on what they have shared with us, that there are some issues or concerns that they want to take back to their members, gotcha. or based on some statistics that we see um, either through our call centers where we do, um, where, where, where individuals call and we get information as to what issues may be out there or our data that we look and collect mm. through our surveys and things so like that. So it's so kind of a, a two-way uh, providing information to the council members to then share down to the member organizations Correct. in their region, et cetera. Correct. And Bessie, you're a, you're a member of the council. Yes. What Kind of how did you get involved with, with the council? <laughs> well, I was asked by our director of Providence Community Center. Okay. <laughs> Since I was the newest member to come on board with them. And he asked me if I would do this, and which has been very informative for me. Mm -hmm. And it, it's been very, very helpful. I've met so many different people in getting involved with mm -hmm. this. And it's been a lot of good input from my people mm -hmm. and, and also from the other members in the council right. that I can take back to them and, you know, tell them, you know, Help them right. with things that they that they need to do. From, from and, and looking at it, I'm, I'm and I'm envisioning it from Paul's perspective as uh, an employee with the county, the neighborhood and community services. There may be information that the county wants to get to the council to then distribute. But then you, as a member on the council and also involved with volunteer programs in the community, you have information or things you might find helpful for the broader group that you're pushing up as well. Is that, right. that kind of how it's working? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and how would, I'm assuming that you can't know every program in your area? Correct. How, how, how would folks reach out to become involved in the council or become in, more involved in, in the local community before the council level? Uh, they can contact uh, contact me at the Providence Community Center. Uh, the number is 703. I think it's 865-0260. Okay. And uh, I'm there Monday through Friday from 9 to, uh, 9 to 4. And, and is that kind of the same way it would be, Paul, in any of these four regions that you talked about that folks could reach out to the community center or? Well, I, figure I, mean, it's, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you can definitely reach out to the community centers that are within your regions. Uh, we also have a main number. You can contact me. But 
it's through um, occasions like this where we get to uh, speak directly to some of the organizations that we can't reach. We go do presentations at um, some faith-based organizations, so a variety of churches, mosques, and things like that. We come out there, I've done presentations, and we share information with them. We also have um, three um, main events uh, throughout the year. One is an award, award ceremony mm. where we ask some of the existing organizations that participate in the council to recognize an individual within their organization to, uh, and we have a ceremony for them, for mm. their volunteer work or their service to mm -hmm. that organization. So uh, many people come to that and they get more information about the council and they get an idea of what we do. Uh, we have a holiday um, uh, get together, usually around December. Uh, we have special guests come out uh, to that. And, and again, it's a time to network and get to meet other people from throughout the entire county. Mm. And then last, usually we have a kickoff, uh, in which we'll bring it in September, and we'll bring in a, a guest speaker uh, to talk about maybe some initiatives that the county uh, wants to share with uh, some of the senior residents, uh, some of the information about we have 50-plus activities mm -hmm. and, and some of the directions that we're going. So there are three, er three times a year where you can get more general information right, right but also uh, through opportunities like this and uh, various publications. Mm -hmm. We have calendars and we have information online as well. Mm -hmm. So um, it sounds like there's a lot of, uh, there's some major events, but there's also stuff going on all the time, pretty much. That's <laughs> right. we're, we're recording in May of 2016. <laughs> Are there some things coming up in the next month, two months, that kind of thing you might want to highlight now or is anything of interest? Well, for in terms of the Senior Census Council, yes, um, actually this Friday is our actual award ceremony. Um, so that's May 13th. It's probably going to be after this. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> couple of lucky folks will get to hear it beforehand. But right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the major uh, okay. event that we have, again, where I said we recognize, we ask, we ask the clubs and organizations to submit a nominee, mm. and we recognize them. Uh, the uh, chairman, Boulevard, usually comes by. Many of the board of supervisors, we have uh, the area agent come out to support us. Uh, so we have a lot of other county agencies that work with the senior population come out, and as well as their family and friends. Mm -hmm. Um, in September, we usually have a kickoff event, um, breakfast. Um, we invite, again, all the members throughout the county, and that's where we have a, usually a, a, some type of guest speaker uh, to share information about upcoming issues. Um, and then just a holiday party in um, December, mm -hmm. uh, which, of course, with the... the uh, well, Bessie, she didn't mention, and she's actually going <laughs> out on the a delegate, she was selected for her region to be a delegate that sits on the council for the Senior oh, wow. Citizens Council. Okay. So each region has a delegate that they nominate. Then we come together, uh, work with the county staff, and we, we work together on the Got program, okay. um, any guests that come in. And so it's a partnership Okay, how we do that. So you're like a super volunteer. Yes. <laughs> And, and I guess I wanted to ask, I mean, why? I mean, that's a dumb question, but, I mean, it, it sounds like, I mean, you're, you're volunteering locally, and then you're also on this, the council. I mean, what, what do you get out of this? What, what's the uh, purpose? Being out with people. Yeah. Being at the, when you retire, you have nobody to 
to do anything with because everybody's still working. Uh, so volunteering, I'm meeting new people all the time and okay. finding out about them and what I can do to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether it's at the center or, you know, through the, through the delegation, you know, the, the, the council and stuff, what we can do to better their lives and help them. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 50 plus is an active group. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, and, and, and there's an active, there's a lot of stuff for the folks to take part of. Right. So one question I guess I have is a lot of the 50 plus community probably still working. Yes. And then there's all these volunteer activities right. and there's all these volunteer groups. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you know what to do or how do you decide where to start or get involved? I mean, what's, what's the first step? How, uh, for me, I went through Volunteer Solutions is who I went through mm. and started with them. And they asked me what I wanted to do with them. And I told them I said I would like something administrative. So that's why they put me on the front desk. Gotcha. And that's why I went to Providence Center. And I've enjoyed it ever since. Been there since last July and hope to stay there for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> because it is... It, it's very nice. I have very nice people I work with. The clientele we have mm. is international. Oh, wow. They are, you know, Chinese, Vietnamese, Mongolian, South American, European. Uh, you don't know who's going to walk in that door of what they have done mm-hmm. before they retired. Interesting. And it's, it's just fascinating talking to them. Right. Are these the kind of stories you hear, Paul, of folks that are involved down in the community volunteering through the through, and then the stories you get here through the council and oh yes very much so um uh, fairfax county is becoming very is a very diverse um, county now and so um it's definitely good to have bessie has a great personality very <laughs> out, outgoing um you know and very comfortable around other people from different cultures mm-hmm. so that's good that we have volunteers like that to yeah. help to support us and also our staff and our community, and our senior centers, rather. I mean, we have 14 senior centers throughout Fairfax County. Many of them are located in um, different areas. And so depending upon which, commun- which senior center you go to, well, I say, keep saying community center and senior center because mm-hmm. some of our senior centers are housed in community okay. centers. Okay, okay. So I kind of interchange those. But for many of um, uh, the centers that you attend, it takes on the personality or the complexion of that community mm. uh, so you can go into one center and they may have a majority of she said asian or you may have another center that may have a majority of uh, hispanics and so just depending upon the areas and, and as staff and as volunteers we welcome everybody and and as you can see the different uh, mm-hmm. personalities of each of the centers mm-hmm. in my notes i had something here when we're we're talking about um you and it was in the introduction it, it said regional community developer and i didn't want to leave that out i wanted to make sure i got back to that what what does that mean <laughs> what is well, community development actually what it is i see myself as a uh, i work with the county government of course neighborhood and community services and i see myself as like as a liaison for the county and so um we go out to communities i look for to connect of services or resources and try to uh, allow people to have access to services. Mm. So I look at different resources, whether it's through our nonprofit, 
whether it's through volunteers, whether it's through a county agency, and we identify these communities or areas that need services, and so then we support them in that regard, or I would support them in that regard. Gotcha. If there are not any community centers or senior centers located, but I also then direct them back to a senior center or a community center mm. if we can provide them with those services. Okay. So I'm just looking for ways to assist people. And then, in other words, we also look at data, you know, various uh, uh, research, either from the schools or, or from other sources, and we can identify a segment of the community, whether it's seniors, whether it's individuals with disabilities, whether it's actual physical community, mm. we can see where they are lacking and maybe some services, and then we could try to uh, pull together resources to provide those services okay. to help them. Interesting. So my day also, and my job is never the same. I right. can be in <laughs> one community one day working with work with seniors, I could work with individuals with disabilities, I could work with uh, youth or teens, so I get to Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Never a dull day. Never a dull day <laughs> and meeting, but again, if you're a people person, you enjoy meeting different people, um, it's a great way yeah. to and support them and provide them with services. Yeah, okay. Kind of tying it all together, I mean, it, it sounds like it's some groups, organizations are starting out as grassroots volunteer groups doing something and then maybe they grow or maybe they don't but then they can become a part of a larger network not only in their neighborhood then the community and then the county etc and it's right. tying it all together correct yeah almost out of time we're talking with paul woods a regional community developer with fairfax county's neighborhood and community services as well as bessie hannon a member of the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council and a, a super volunteer with, with the county and on the council. Um, I know there's things I haven't asked just because I, I don't know to ask them. Um, it's kind of, you know, what you don't know kind of thing. I don't know what to ask because I don't know. What have I missed? What When we're talking about volunteering and in, in, in the 50-plus community and the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council, Paul, start with you and then we'll follow up with Bessie. What else is there? What what do I need to know? Well, I guess you can see from Betsy here, um, we try to service everybody and 50 plus now. And, and many of the images of seniors and senior programs was that they come to a center, they set an area, they sit around, they just play cards or play right. different board games. Right, right. But that image has totally changed now. If you come to one of our senior centers, you know, they go on trips, they do activities, they have Zumba classes, yoga, Pilates, you know, hand dancing. So it's a variety <laughs> of things for them. They're very active and engaged. And uh, we're really looking to recruit that other group because, uh, uh, again, the, the stereotype and, mm -hmm. and, and what has been traditional has changed now because we have to be flexible. We change. There's a lot of new retirees out here, and they don't want to just sit around. They mm -hmm. want to be engaged. And so that's... One of the things we're looking for those individuals, we want them to be engaged, and um, we can provide uh, some quality experiences for them. Mm -hmm. Bessie, what he said, and we my, the center that I have that I work with, we do a lot of things with our seniors. Every day we have a different program of what we offer, of classes, of trips. Uh, whether it be to the grocery store or to the art galleries or to the zoo. And they're very nominal. The price mm. is very nominal. So it's not gouging our people. Right, right, right. Uh, the, yeah, and 
and our people come back and they talk about the trips and you know how much they really enjoyed it and they'd like to go again for right. the same place right. so it's it's very very you know and whether they speak english or not they're getting something out of this right. program right and uh, they seem to really really enjoy this right and uh but, and and they ask for different places that we can go, you know, gotcha. that we can go. So do you ever have to uh, put in your leave request for a day and off and say, I want to go on that trip? Yes, I do. <laughs> Very often, because I like those trips. <laughs> Paul, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, really quickly, you said a word I want to follow up on, recruit. What, what do you mean by recruit? Who are you recruiting for what? Well, we always look for volunteers to come and support us, uh, give back to communities. But we're also looking to reach out to some of these organizations, these clubs, um, that uh, we can invite to come to our regional meetings and gotcha. share, be able to share information with them so then they can take it back to their, their um, members within their organization. Gotcha. So we're looking to recruit different organizations and different clubs and, and, and interact with them, engage with them, because okay. there's a lot of things happening in the county. Bessie, I'm going to let you have the last word. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thought about uh, volunteering in the council? Uh, I think a lot more people need to volunteer because it is several people have asked me who, where do I go mm-hmm. you know how do, how do I volunteer like you do mm-hmm. and so I, I tell them to go to volunteer solutions because they always need people to do the, to do lots of things right and not just sit behind a desk and check people in uh, they need people to to drive for them to do meals on wheels they they need those kind of people, right. or just come and talk to somebody right. who who just needs needs a friend, right. or somebody to take them to the grocery store. And volunteering is very good for the soul. That's that's what I feel about right. it anyway. Well, and the the of all the interviews I've done, whenever we talk about volunteering, everyone to a person says, I think I get more out of it than the people I'm volunteering for. I, I do every day. Yeah. I come in with a smile on my face because I don't know who's going to walk in that door yeah. and have a smile for me. Sweet. That's awesome. We've been talking with Bessie Hannon and Paul Woods on Fairfax 50 Plus. Thanks to both of you for being here with us and sharing this information. Good Thank stuff. You. Thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is unfortunately going to do it for the time that we've got, and we want to thank you for uh, for listening. And again, as uh, Paul said, if you'd like to find out more about the Fairfax County Senior Citizens Council, you can call him direct at 703-324-5749, I believe is a Actually, it's 5347. 5347. Okay. 703-324-5347. All right. All right. And you can go online to the Neighborhood and Community Services webpage at fairfaxcounty.gov slash NCS. And if you want to get more county older adult services, news, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can call 703-324-7948 or TTY711 Monday through Friday or online at fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adult. Adults. And when you're on that website, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper as well as the Fairfax 50 Plus e news. Thanks again for listening to Fairfax 50 Plus, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. <laughs>